Yeah, so the last episode was Christmas Day. This episode will be New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Look at us getting... I wonder if there's a reason why people don't generally release podcasts on Fridays. Like, none of the podcasts I listen to come out on Fridays except ours. Because we're cool. That's what it is. (laughs) We... We definitely put a whole lot of thought into that decision. And we didn't just say, ooh, let's do... Ooh, a Friday sounds good. (laughs) You know, Kara and I think through everything. (laughs) Guys, this is... Not an organizational podcast. <laughs> but this is Witch's Magic, Magic Murder, Murder and Mystery Podcast. Yay! We didn't even rehearse that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we we're, did it. We're so amazing. And <laughs> we took off a week. <laughs> and we can't function. We didn't record last week because it was Christmas week. And it's like, I can't. I don't know how my computer works anymore. I don't know what to do. We can't even sit still. <laughs> I don't, I'm so happy to see you. I know. It really does feel like a hundred years since I've seen you. But I think I even saw you last week. I just we just didn't record. No. Yeah. We came and got coffee. Hey, if you're in Louisville, I mean no. <laughs> Louisville's where my story is. If don't you're go in, there. Don't go there. Don't. Danger zone. If you're in Nicholasville, <laughs> you should come to Kara's coffee shop yeah. at Oak and Maine. Yep. It's easy to find because it's at the corner of Oak and Maine. Yeah. So you That's, all should dip. It's got we got real clever with the name. But it's so convenient and people remember it. Yeah. It's great. It's great coffee. I it love is. everything I've gotten here. Jason's the best barista ever. Absolutely. 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 Uh, okay. I have a murder story today. Oh god, okay. I know. I feel like it's been a little bit since I've done a murder. Yeah. This is a, a murder story from Louisville, Kentucky. Of course it is. Yes. <laughs> Um, all right, are you ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mel Ignat... Oh, no. Ignato? Ignato. Yeah. Ignato started dating Brenda Schaefer in 1986 after being set up on a blind date. They were an odd couple. Okay, Brenda was a 36-year-old divorced nursing student, and she was described as pretty, petite, smart, reliable. Mm -hmm. Lots of good adjectives are used. All the wonderful things. Yes. Mel... Was a divorced father of three and 50 years old at the time they started dating. One article described him as having crooked teeth and donkey ears, which I was like, damn, that's harsh. Huh? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's a murderer, so. He's Shrek? We can call him what he is. And he's Shrek. No, Shrek was an ogre. He was an ogre. He was haggard. He was haggard. (laughs) (laughs) Still, even though they were a... Odd couple. Things seemed to be going well between them, and they were engaged a year after they started dating. Pause. Why would somebody introduce the two of them? It was a blind date. I don't know. I mean, was it a friend set them up, or was it like... Tinder? I guess it was the 80s, though, so who knows what that would have been. There was no Tinder. did you put an ad in a newspaper? Oh, oh my God. I used to love those when I was younger. (laughs) Like, when I was, like, like real young, like, middle school, I would read them and be like, ooh, you know, the classified. It was fascinating. Okay. That's amazing. So, they got engaged after the following year. Oh. And then, after two years of dating, Brenda was done. He oh. was abusive and controlling, and she was like, I don't, don't oh. want this anymore. Yeah. Um, she told her brother and his girlfriend that she no longer planned to marry Mel. She said, peace out, I don't. Yeah, she's done. <laughs> Okay, so September 23rd, 1988, Brenda spoke to her brother's girlfriend on the phone, 
And she mentioned that she was upset because on her way home, she felt like she was being followed and she thought it was Mel. Um, And then the following day, she disappeared and her car was found abandoned. So obviously, Mel became the lead suspect. Obviously. But there were no witnesses and no physical evidence to link him to Brenda's disappearance. Uh And they didn't find Brenda. Like There was no body or anything. So you know how it is when they can't find a body. It's like hard to oh, do she anything. just ran away. So, and Mel told police that Brenda had been to see him, but then left his, when she left his house, she was alive and well. You know, like, hmm. you know, I don't know. Couldn't possibly be me. She's she fine. was alive and well, but I butchered her in my. <laughs> <laughs> Still, police felt like they had their man. So they brought in an investigator from the FBI Behavioral Sciences Unit. Ooh. Um, his name was Roy Hazelwood to help them understand Mel better. And they were trying to figure out, like, Without a body and without right. any evidence, like, how can we yeah. get yeah. this guy? Yeah. And after studying him, um, Hazelwood was like, you don't break up with someone like Mel Ignato. Mel Ignato breaks up with you. A year after Ooh. the disappearance. Mel Ignato breaks up with yeah, you. Yeah. You don't break up with Mel Ignato. Mel Ignato <laughs> breaks up with you. <laughs> I bet you when Mel Ignato heard that, he's like, damn right. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have donkey ears. You don't break up with me. Look at my tooth. <laughs> um, a year after the disappearance, police told Ignato, they're like, look, if you want to clear your name, you can come speak to the grand jury and clear your name. And Ignato was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing it. So when he did that, he brought up the name Marianne Shore, which is a woman that he dated 10 years before he started dating Brenda. Okay. That's all police needed to turn. That's the first time they'd ever heard of her. Hmm. And so then they're like, Marianne Shore. Okay. So they go and they start investigating her. Upon being investigated and interrogated, she testified in front of the authorities and said that she and Mel had planned Brenda's murder <gasps> because he couldn't tolerate the idea that Brenda was breaking up with him. <gasps> what? But why did she do it? Like, you're his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And he's upset that his new girlfriend Is wants to break up with him. And you're like, I agree. How dare she Let's murder her. leave you? What? It doesn't make sense on a million different levels. Huh? Because even if it's like she still wants him. How long is it? He's murdering her because he's upset that she wants to break. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's in love with you. Right. And you're trying to get rid of the other woman. Right. You're murdering her he's because so upset. she's trying to leave? Yeah. Huh. I just don't understand. And I tried real hard. I was like, why did huh. Marianne Schwartz do this? Marianne. I don't know. Marianne. Well, there's more about her. Yeah. Oh. Later. Okay. They spent weeks planning her murder weeks they dug a grave in the backyard of marianne's house <gasps> what mm-hmm. they also intended to torture her for weeks before finally killing her like the plan oh was to have an extended torture this is maybe that's it maybe she was me. just like yes i want to be a part of that because i want to torture my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend i don't understand i, I want to add maybe he'll fall in love with me while we're torturing together i don't <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a really great bonding experience. Uh, yeah, like, uh, we'll I don't learn know. new things about each other. If we can get through this together, we can get through anything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll propose. Maybe I'll get her ring that's cut off of her finger. Oh, God. They did say that she had gone to his house to return jewelry, so. Ooh. I, I bet he was like, listen, we'll get the ring back. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about that? How do you feel about returning jewelry after you break up with somebody? No. I don't think so either. No. I'm like, that was a gift. I don't return I'm any of the this. other gifts that you gave me. Why yeah. would I return the jewelry? I'm keeping this. No. It's mine now. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do it as I please. 
<laughs> okay, so you've got like thirty rings. All the it's like how um, warriors keep like keepsakes of all the people they killed. <laughs> you just have all these rings, like promise rings from middle school and high school. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> this is from seventh grade. <laughs> um, it's a mood ring. Okay, <laughs> still works. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> we have to stop laughing because this next part is really awful oh god <laughs> oh, <what>? okay, okay. <sighs> all right so to make their plan foolproof they screen tested the house several times to make sure that no one could hear her <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing because <laughs> i have a middle picture and then running around going <laughs> that, i'm pretty sure that's what they did like like Marianne sits in the house screaming, and he goes outside, and he's like, nope, I can't hear. I can't hear from that corner. But, like, how horrible. That's like, horrible to plan that. They put so much thought into this. People are the worst. Oh, God. Malignato, get out of here. Marianne. Mm. So, on the evening of September 24th, Mel and Brenda met so that she could return some jewelry that Mel had given her. Okay. Mel then took Brenda to Mary's house. And when they got there, he pointed his gun at Brenda. He then tied her up, blindfolded and gagged her. No. Forced her to strip. No. Took photographs of her. He then raped her brutally, sodomized her, and killed her with chloroform. Ooh. It's all pretty bad. Ooh. Shore was present for all of this, and she took 105 photographs of the... Huh? <laughs> what? So Wait, not, at what point was she like, oh, I think we've taken it too far. Not only is she like, yes, I'll help you murder your girlfriend. I'm going to. But also, let's remember this moment together. it didn't happen. We'll put it in an album, honey. It'll be this great. Will be Later, like we'll look back. Album. We'll, look we'll show back. our grandchildren, look, this is how we got back together. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <sighs> no. After murdering her, he and Marianne took the jewelry and the photos with them and buried Brenda's body in the backyard where they had dug the grave. They say backyard, but apparently it was like a wooded area. Like, I don't think it's like a neighborhood backyard. Right. And Marianne led investigators to the body. Oh, my God. So, her body was found 14 months after she disappeared, so it's pretty badly decomposed. Yeah. Autopsy showed that she'd been abused, but by that point, any physical evidence that could have tied Mel to the crime, like blood or semen, that Uh was all gone. Ooh. So... Without any of that physical evidence, police made a deal with Marianne. What about the photos? I don't know. Okay. She was told she would be charged with tampering with evidence, which is a minor crime. Mm-hmm. So she goes from being part of the murder to, right. we're just going to charge you with tampering evidence if you help the police get enough evidence against Mel. Oh, okay. So she wore a wire oh. and met Mel, and she was like, the FBI is really all over me. I'm really anxious, whatever. And Mel responded, he criticized her, like, you don't need to let the FBI worry you, whatever. Bitch, please. And then he said he was not worried about... Bitch, please. Bitch, please. (laughs) (laughs) And he said he was not worried about the house getting purchased by anybody else because the grave they had dug was not shallow. At that point, Mel Ignato was charged with murder. Oh, my God. Because of what the wire said. So then he goes to trial. On the tape that was presented to jury, the tape of the conversation From between the wire. him and Marianne, okay. yeah, um, there was a section in which Ignato stated, the place we dug is not shallow, beside that one area right by where that site is that does not have any trees by it. The jury decided that Ignato had said safe, not site, as police believed, because it was hard, it wasn't very clear. Oh. 
and this led the jurors to conclude that the discussion involved a buried safe. <gasps> Beyond that, on the stand, uh, Marianne giggled repeatedly. She just left a terrible impression. One of the things was like, and she wore a mini skirt, and I was like, please, oh, like, God. wear whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. But you know, she could be awful for other reasons. But I just hate the whole. Yeah. Why are you? Joking She's wearing her? a mini skirt. Oh, you can't yeah. take her seriously. Oh, my um, does she feel good in that mini skirt? That's all I care about. Actually, I'm also, not for it was her, the 80s. I hope she feels yeah. terrible in everything she ever wears. It was also the '80s, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> What else was everybody else wearing? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you all had on terrible yeah. clothes in the 80s. In your parachute <laughs> pants. Mel's defense, which he had to sell his house to pay for, Ooh. suggested that Marianne was the killer and that she had killed Brenda out of jealousy. Which, I mean, of course that's what they said. Right. Like, the prosecution had to know yeah. that's the angle they were yeah. going to use. Marianne was basically it as far as the evidence went against Mel, right? Like, uh-huh. they... Um, it was all her word against his. And right. since she was such an awful witness, that all fell apart and he was acquitted of all charges. No. Yeah. No. He's horrible. He is horrible. And he was acquitted of all charges. No. So the judge on the case was so embarrassed by the trial's outcome that he wrote a personal apology letter to Brenda's family, basically just like asking their forgiveness. Oh, my God. Yeah. Marianne was convicted of tampering with evidence and was sentenced to five years in prison. Five. Mel Ignato became a free man uh-huh right like what <laughs> wow okay wow so remember how i said he sold his house uh-huh six months after he was acquitted a carpet layer was pulling up a carpet at mel's old house when he found a plastic bag inside a floor vent <gasps> and the floor vent had been covered by the carpet Oh, okay. <clears throat> so when they pulled it all up, they found the floor vent. They found the bag inside the bag. He found some jewelry and rolls of undeveloped films. <laughs> See, I lied to you a minute ago when you asked about the photographs. Oh my God. <laughs> I lied to you because oh I didn't want to read it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you didn't. It was really convincing, don't you think? It was so good. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of you. Um, thank you. Okay, so inside the bag, he found some jewelry, and I think it was three rolls of undeveloped film. Because they took like 105. When the film rolls were developed, they revealed gruesome scenes of Mel torturing Brenda. Oh. The scenes matched those that Marianne, Marianne had described in her testimony. They also showed Mel raping Mary. It says raping Mary in cold blood, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be raping Brenda. Yeah. Um, when I type things, sometimes I make mistakes it's because fine. I am imperfect and, word and worthy and, and valuable and worthy of. Whatever. Forgiveness. Whatever Brene Brown would say. Like, you're imperfect, but worthy of all the good things. All things. Okay. So, it did say in the pictures that Mel's face wasn't clearly visible in the tapes. But despite this, they found similarities between hair patterns and moles. It was It was for sure. Obviously, of course, it was him. At this point, Brenda's family wanted the case against Mel to reopen. But you can't due to double jeopardy. He's already been acquitted. So he couldn't be tried again for the same crime. However, the photographs did prove that he committed perjury, so they took him to court for that, at least. And Mel knows about double jeopardy and knows that, like, no matter what, they can't get him on that. They can't do anything about it now. So he gets on the stand and he, during his perjury trial, and he's like, yep, I killed her. Hmm. I mean, what can, of course, that's what he He has to, or else he's committing perjury again. Right. So Brenda's brother was there for this, and Mel turned to her brother and he was like i made sure she died a peaceful death <gasps> no you did no, not you, didn't. you raped her we have all these pictures that show that you didn't do that <sighs> get into perjury for that too what oh, a jerk God. Uh, that made me really mad when I, I don't like him i don't like him I don't he's like terrible him. 
He was sentenced to eight years for one instance of perjury and nine for another because there was a second perjury case because he also had said on in the first trial that like um, Brenda's employer was sending her death threats, which none of that was true. So then they got him for perjury on that, too. Wow. So he served eight years. He got sentenced to eight years for one and nine for another. He serves his two prison sentences for perjury and is finally released in 2006. No. He stayed in Louisville. No. <laughs> and moved into a home that was four miles from where he had tortured and killed Brenda. <gasps> what? Yeah. Two years later. Oh. So two years after he got out of jail, he uh-huh. lived as a free man for two years. Uh-huh. And it was 20 years after the murder of Brenda Schaefer. Right. Mel Ignato is found dead in his home. Oh. It appeared that he had an accidental fall. In which he cut either his head or his arm. I saw articles saying uh-huh. both, so I'm not sure. Right. But, um, and eventually bled to death. Oh. Like the neighbor who found his body said it looked like he'd fallen and cut himself, then wandered into the, ki- into the kitchen, leaving a trail of blood. Then he left another trail of blood on the way to the bedroom, and he Is collapsed. Is this leading us into the staircase, Murray? <laughs> <laughs> he collapsed before he made it there. He was 70 years old. Good. Yeah. Peace be with you. I mean, he died. Of, with that you. sounds like a pretty rough way to go. Not peace be with think? him. Not peace be with him. No. Let's not ever say that again. No. Don't rest in peace. Don't rest in peace ever. Yeah. So. You're stuck in purgatory. Got acquitted of her murder. No. Then admitted to killing her. But then. No, no, no. Karma. Uh, karma got him in the end. That's I hope it. it was her ghost. I mean. It was four houses up. It had, she could have wandered up there. Oh, yeah. But just, just the whole thing that it was an accidental fall and then he yeah. bled to death? Yeah. Like, why didn't he call for anybody? For, that you know what I mean? I just, uh, yeah. I, he, uh, I'm glad it was a slow death. Slow death. He went, it was it was peaceful. It was a peaceful death. <laughs> he made sure it was peaceful. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't After worry. I raped and, and tortured her, I made sure she died peacefully. Like, what peaceful. are you talking about? What an idiot. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if his, like, girlfriend and him are together now. No. Well, he died. Well, he died. Oh, like, she died, too. When she go- oh. She, she died. Go- she served, I think, only three years of her five-year sentence. And but then they didn't get back together before they, did, they both died? Not that I could tell. She ended up marrying somebody else because when I Googled her, she had, like, a new last name that I can't oh. think of at the moment. And what I Googled was her obituary. Mm-hmm. And... Like the first, <laughs> she died before Mel did, and like the first line of the obituary was like, "Maybe Mel Ignato will join her soon" or something. I mean, <laughs> people hated him, and I feel bad because remember how it said he was a divorced father of three? Like yes. he had kids. Yeah. So, what a horrible legacy to leave your children to deal with. Maybe he'll follow it, <laughs> and maybe Mel Ignato will it's join her. Maybe he'll be next. Well. It was such a. It was so hateful. But I mean, he was like a super. Of course. Yeah. Why did he even stay there? Uh, you think you'd move, leave town, and not move four miles from the home where it all happened? Oh. Also, why is that home still there? Yeah. Somebody should have gotten rid of that. Yeah. Maybe they did. Maybe it was just the site where it happened. I hope nobody lives in the house. I hope nobody does. Can you imagine finding out that, like, somebody was tortured and murdered in your house and then buried in the backyard? Like, I feel like there are some. Oh, yeah. Here's one thing I was going to say. That story came from the Kentucky Murderinos group. Oh, I love them. Whenever we had put in there, like, hey, if you guys have any local stories that we should look into, let us know. Somebody, and I I didn't um, ask, like, hey, can we say your all's names? So I'm not going to say the name, but 
if you suggested that um, that crime, thank you so much, because I've never heard of it. And that's yeah. just the whole double jeopardy aspect. And then the fact that he died the way he did, like, it's all just mm. such a wild story. Yeah. But anyway, I was going to say is, I feel like some murderinos might be like, that'd be so cool to move into a house where somebody died. Oh, and I'm God, like, that's yeah. not my kind of, I can't I don't want to. I, don't I wouldn't wanna... sleep. No. Mm-mm. I would just feel so sorry for whoever it was all the time. I know. It's not that I'd be so scared. I would just be like, gosh, something really awful happened. Yeah. Here. Like, it could be all this bad energy How and do stuff. I make this better for you? Yeah. You don't. You can't. You don't. Okay. Okay, God. Yeah, well. Malignato. Happy New Year. New Year. Uh, do you guys, let's see, do you have any big plans? No. No. <laughs> no. So I mean, boring. there's nothing to do. There's really nothing You can't to do. go anywhere or do no. anything. I saw a lot of fireworks in the grocery store, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. Because I don't feel like that's a big thing usually, is it? I have absolutely no idea. I rarely do anything on New Year's Eve anyway. I'm so, I mean, on a normal night, I'm asleep at like 9, 930. Yeah. And so on New Year's Eve, it's like amazing if I can stay awake past like 11. (laughs) I'm always like, let's just call it right now. Yeah. By the time I wake up, it's New Year's Day anyway. Like, who cares? Happy New Year. I can celebrate this anytime I want. I can celebrate all day, every day. (laughs) It's going to be a new year for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. I do have plans. um, Not about doing anything but about like the whole like new year and and re- i hate resolutions i think I'd they're same. they're the worst right but i have this thought of um like every day sort of having a, a thing for the day like in the morning being like okay here's what i'm doing today i'm drinking a whole bunch of water that's my goal for the day oh, you know what i mean okay here's what i'm doing tomorrow i'm gonna Set daily goals right like so 500 words tomorrow high reaching Right, right. I'm keeping the bar real low. You know, after this year, I feel like that's the best yeah. idea. Yeah. Just, well, because one thing I learned this year is that, like, good Lord, everything changes like that. Yeah. You can't make any long-term plans. Flow. You just go with the flow. So I'll wake up and I'll be like, here's what I'll do today. And that'll be great. And I'll come up with something else today. tomorrow. That's yeah. an accomplishment. Yeah. I will brush my teeth. I did that. Congratulations, not, Megan. Good my job. Hair is not brushed. <laughs> And you still Enjoy. look amazing. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Um, we love you guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. This a great year for us. Yeah. So fun. So much. As much as everybody hates 2020, this has been a really fun spot for me. Yeah. If you have any stories to send to us, um, they can be Kentucky related or not. That's totally fine. Yeah. Just anything. email us at witchesmagicmurdermystery at gmail.com. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at Witches Magic Murder and Mystery. And that's all I have to say about that. That is. I watched Forrest Gump the other night, and he's like, "And that's all I have to say about that." <laughs> that's it. Okay, guys. <laughs> we will talk to you all next week. All right. Have a good New Year. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>